What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever episode of the Near and Far podcast. We are three people that are going to get together every once in a while and talk about West Virginia sports. Uh, and if we're being real about it, it's mostly going to be football and basketball. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, we... I don't know. You, you, I, I don't, gymnastics episode. Or like the rifle team. I know they're, I know they're awesome, but they got a man. dynasty goal. Oh, yeah, soccer's... Soccer's playing right now. I saw. I was watching a little bit of that. They're they're winning one nothing against South Carolina. But anyway, uh, yeah, we, we we decided to get together and talk uh, like the good old days. We are three guys that grew up in West Virginia, uh, Lewis County, born and raised, um, and uh, grew up together. Uh, went to WVU together, and have been uh, watching WVU football basketball together for a very long time. And now we're going to talk about it like we always do, but record it and if you all enjoy it. That's great not we don't really care because we're just gonna fuck yeah, we're, gonna, we're gonna have fun and just do this for us so uh i don't know do you guys uh you guys want to say like say anything else introduction wise um no i don't have anything i just i'm not not a big speech giver <laughs> well it's good that you're on a podcast <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna go well <laughs> uh, not a big speech giver <laughs> all right well let's uh i guess get into it i think that considering this is the first episode we're going to get into the byu game that just happened and give our kind of our thoughts on that we're going to talk about the oklahoma game that's coming up we might talk a little bit about the basketball first basketball game was the other night i think we all watched that we might give a little bit of thoughts on that uh but i think we got to kind of set the stage here in the beginning and let's talk about our thoughts on the season so far and maybe we'll throw in the old brown hot seat question. I mean, you can't have a West Virginia football podcast without talking about that, right? So, uh, first of all, thoughts on the season so far? Brian, jump in there. Go. All right. Well, um, shit, man. I feel like it's been a roller coaster, honestly. I feel, I feel like my emotions about where we are as a team and where we have been um, – in the season have just differed like week to week, you know, it's, I think, so I'm, I, I'm, as you guys know, not in any way, shape or form, a, a Neil Brown apologist. So I think I was expecting very little <laughs> from this season, especially kind of preseason, you know, prognostications and um, just seeing a repeat of what, what has happened in his tenure. Um, and so I, I mean, if you'd have told me at the beginning of the season that we'd be sitting where we are right now, you know, it, it's what, six and three. Um, I probably would have taken that right at the beginning Absolutely. of the season. Yeah. But I think it's how we got there. That's just been weird. And it's been, it, you know, maybe not so much the last couple of weeks, but the first part of the season was just the inconsistency um, and really no identity. And so, you know, we can, we can unpack that a little bit later, but I feel like that's, that's really what we seem to have found maybe in these past few games and certainly maybe over the course of the season, which I think a big part of that's Garrett green um, and him playing the way he's played and, and finally finding some form of identity, at least on the offensive side of the ball as to who the hell we are and what we're doing um, and doing it well, at least the past couple of weeks. But I think all in all, like, I don't know. It's I'm, my, where I'm at, I think is a little bit tempered by the big 12, which is it's, I think it's uniformly a down year, right? Like, I mean, it's not, we thought Texas and Oklahoma were going to be Texas and Oklahoma. And now it's kind of, I don't know, is Oklahoma, Oklahoma. And, 
you know, Texas maybe not be. So it's, I guess I'm, I'm content currently, uh, not overly enthused, but I think it'll all hinge on how these next, uh, next three games, well, four games, three, three. left, three, three. plus a bowl. God. Yeah. What these next three plus games look like, right? Like, cause I think it could go either way right now as to whether this is a successful season or unsuccessful season. So I guess I'm just, I'm okay. <laughs> Pretty happy with the past couple games and, and looking like we have some life and looking like a, you know, football team that we used to be, uh, with an identity, but, um, also not trying not to get too bought into it about the state of the big 12 where it currently is. And is that six and three really, you know, what we would otherwise be happy with at a six and three. Yeah, I mean, um, you pretty much hit the nail on the head there. It's uh, It's been up and down. We uh, started off that Penn State game. I mean, that score was a lot closer than it could have been. Obviously, they gave us a couple couple turnovers that uh, was a little uncharacteristic of them. And if, if you've paid any attention to how they've been playing the rest of the season, they're pretty they're pretty stout on defense. It's it's pretty unreal. And uh, and our defense, our defense has been. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it yeah. seems like one day you think, well, you know, at least we can stop the run. And then they run for 150 yards in the fourth quarter and score four touchdowns on us. You know, it's a TCU game. We came out looking like we were just, all of them were fifth year seniors. I mean, they played lights out. And then we had a couple losses that were, I felt pretty tough, pretty tough losses, you know, the Houston loss, obviously. Um, but God. then again, we got, you know, pretty lucky getting that last score to go ahead too. So um, if, as long as like we can play well or decent on two phases of the ball, I think we, we have a shot to win out. I mean, Oklahoma, like Ryan said, is, I don't think that they're Oklahoma this year. They seem like they're a little down. I mean, I was looking at who they played so far this year and who they beat. And I mean, their, their schedules actually, it's, it's, it's weak. You know, they, they played, they beat Texas, but that's a rivalry game. I mean, you never know what's going to happen in those games. So um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's the play calling has been way better, way better. It's, it's uh they throw in some in some stuff in there now that it's just kind of like, uh, you know, it's pretty cool. You know, like that was a cool, what cool play. Fuck? What do you what do you guys like? What do you think that's about? Right? Because I think certainly the last couple games, if you look at it, it, it's almost like someone different is calling the plays, right? Which I don't. I assume they're not. I assume it's still Neil, right, calling those plays. Yeah. Maybe Scott's got a little more influence, but. It's almost like a totally different play caller and a different strategy, right? Well, um, it somewhat. seems like the the you know a lot of the times he goes on goes for it on fourth down, which you know I, I like that sometimes. You know I'm yeah. you know I like roll the dice because you know fourth and short <laughs> with somebody like C.J. Johnson, we ought to be able to get that every time. And our offensive line is you know they're they're experienced, but I think that a lot of his fourth down you know going for those fourth down conversions are him trying to win us over. Yeah, like I think he's I, not a scary cat. I mean, really ever since Pitt last year where he didn't go for yes. it. Right. And then right. ever since then, he's been more aggressive on fourth down. But 
I think even more than that, like what Ryan was saying, even like some of the cool stuff we've seen as far as like flea flickers and stuff like that has been a little bit more aggressive. And to me, I, I mean, I attribute it maybe to him feeling like Garrett Green's healthy. You know, you think about like, I guess, and this kind of, kind of plays into my thoughts on the season so far. Like I actually go back to last season, us winning two of three at the end of last year, uh, you know, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma being two of those teams and then rolling into this year being six and three right now. I'm pleasantly surprised. Uh, I, I'll, I'll say that. Um, I think um, I think that a big part of that is uh, being able to say that our offense is at least a little bit exciting now. Uh, but you think about like that Oklahoma State game last year, he won with Nico, backup quarterback. He won two games this season, Pitt and the next one with Nico. Um, and now that he's got Garrett Green back and healthy, I think that he's feeling like he can open the playbook up more is maybe what what's going on there, which yeah, is good. Which I is agree. Good. I mean, you look at the the BYU game, Garrett Green only ran the ball four times. I yeah. Think, four, four times. He didn't, you know, because he didn't have to run it. We yeah. had the – everything was clicking with the run game. So, you know, that's good. I'm glad. See, I like to, I like to watch him run. He He's exciting when he gets an open field, you know. But – also, don't want him running because I won't get hurt. Yeah, <laughs> that BYU game is what I. If we were going to be successful from the beginning of the season, that's what I expected to see, right? Which is an experienced offensive line coming out and just knocking dudes off the ball, opening up big lanes, and then a stable full of running backs taking advantage of it, and then occasionally keeping them honest, right? Like popping one over the top, hitting one deep, trying to loosen it up, keep it loose. But it's it's just baffling to me <laughs> the play calling. I mean, I love it. I enjoy it, but it's like, where the hell was this at? It's like, you know, we had, he, he had to get his back against the wall almost yeah. to get kind of, you know, aggressive and maintain aggressiveness. Right. Cause in the, the games before where we lost or we weren't, you know, certainly competitive, it's like you get a lead, no matter how big that lead would one point. Right. And then all of a sudden you just scale it all back and just become ultra conservative. Like you're just trying to, to hang on for dear life instead of just keeping the pedal down, yeah. you know, and just crush it. And, and that's not what they've done the past two games. I mean, they've just kept it down. Um, part of that's probably who we played to some degree, but you know, it, it still just seems like a dramatic shift in the play calling on the offensive side. Yeah. And I think, you know, I like talking about like the conservative play calling with the lead, like the Oklahoma state game was a perfect example of that. Like the defense, got a really bad rap in that game, understandably with the way the fourth quarter went. But if you remember, like we came out with a lead in the second half, they got ball first and we, they had two, three and outs. We held them, you know, on their first two possessions and our play calling on those two possessions were, was, was atrocious. We didn't move the ball. We went three and out as well. And then after that, they got rolling and they never stopped. But I felt like personally, up to the fourth quarter, the defense against Oklahoma State had played good enough to win that game. We had a lead in the fourth quarter. We, I mean, again, I think at that point at the halftime, it was like they had like 13 points. So yeah. uh that that was that was frustrating. And I agree, like him, you know, his play calling with a lead is completely different than play calling with uh when trailing. Uh yeah. I mean, you saw in, in Houston, yeah. right? Like they they get up early. And then all of a sudden you see what, which I think like it really sucks, right? The way it is, as you said, Chad, it's like, 
you know, and it's fucking having been there and seeing. Oh, oh that's right. You were there. Oh my God. Um, yeah, I forgot but as a true there. Mountaineer fan, <laughs> as a true Mountaineer fan, when there were fucking 12 seconds left and a personal foul oh. penalty, I was like, we're going to fucking That's what lost us the game. game. The, 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 the personal <laughs> foul, like the Hail Mary. Okay. I, I can, I can break that down and say like, maybe put Cole Taylor in there. You're six, seven tight end to bat something down. Like you can break that yeah. apart. Sure. But the, the, the taking off of the helmet after the, the score is what lost us that game. Yeah. You're not even going to no. be in range to get the ball to no. the end zone, right? If you're not where you're at on that yeah. play. Um, but then again, you're not even in the game if it's not right. for Garrett Green, right? I mean, in, in doing what he did. But I think that game is his breakout game, right? Like, it's hard to look back now, especially with it being a loss, the way it was a loss, and say that. But, like, that was an uncorked offense, right, for the first time, I think, all year we saw the guys that they talked about being contributors finally step up and be contributors and, and Carter, we got to definitely get into him, yeah. you know, here, but God, I mean, finally guys that you heard talked about all preseason and hadn't done shit all the way up to the point of that season started coming alive and contributing the way you thought they were going to. And I think they've carried that forward, but yeah, it's, it's definitely, I think we live and die right now to some degree on the back of Garrett green. For sure. I mean, I and if our defense can can look in. competent, like that, you know, it's yeah. like can Garrett Green go off, and can our defense get like a couple stops? Is out. Yeah. Well, that Oki, I mean, Oki State, right? I mean, Gundy's Gundy, mm-hmm. and now look, you know, I mean, they yep. go in, and they they take care of business, right, and knock off Oklahoma, which isn't really surprising. Um, and what what are they calling him now? OG two, their running back is that what they call him? That dude is a fucking yeah. beast. Tough, I mean, ran... a beast. He ran for 138 yeah. yards against uh, Oklahoma, so it's wow. not like it was just a, That's, that's a the thing that really fucking sucks is if you take, and granted, we'll see where Oklahoma State ends up, but if you take the UH loss off the board, I mean, really, we've got two good losses. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, I mean fucking Penn State, and then what? Mm-hmm. I think Okie State will end up being Okie State well, by the end of it. Yeah. Um, um, they play UCF, Houston, and BYU to finish their season out. Yeah. So they have, you know, they're going to go ten and pretty two. Pretty good shot of getting a share. Yeah, so, they're going to play for the Big Twelve championship then, probably right. They yeah. only have one loss in the Big Twelve, right. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and there's like half the conference right now is within one game. Yeah. Yeah, and and that was you know talking about the season so far, and you know maybe this this bleeds into has Neil Brown saved his job or you know done it enough to keep it this year. Uh, we're playing meaningful football in November. That was like on the wish list for yes. the last couple of years. Like yes. we want to be in games in November that matter. And this game matters. You know, we're going to Oklahoma with, in, in, you know, we need some help, I think, to play for the Big 12 championship. But um, it's not outside the realm of possibilities. And, uh, you know, that's that's exciting. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's where we need to be. At least every three to four years, we should be competing for the Big 12 championship. Uh, I agree. And, I mean, I don't think that's far fetched to ask that. I mean, especially now, especially now, going forward, there's no more Texas, oh, yeah. no more Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. You've got no excuse to not be up there every single season now. This feels so, like the Big East. Like, like after, yes, <laughs> I mean, it is. I, I mean, right? it's the, better. The, the like, let's be real here. I mean, Kansas State, Oklahoma State are you know way better programs than the right. UConn. You know. Temple. (laughs) That's a good question. Like, who do you guys think? So, obviously, if we do that analogy, right, to like the Big East initial implosion, right, and kind of the reformation, and I think certainly 
we thought, right, as Mountaineer fans, but I think a lot of the country did too, right? If, if someone's going to carry the banner forward in the Big East, it was going to be us. And we did. It play, played out that way. But who do you think in the Big 12 is that team? Because I, I wish it to say it was us, but it's, you know, I don't think you can based on certainly the most recent performance. Like who is the, the new kind of, you know, flag bearer, if you will, of the Big 12? I think it's going to be Kansas State, TCU. I would say Oklahoma State. I mean, I, I they you know they're probably the, the one that's had the most success leading up to this point, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, or TCU. Yeah, I mean, probably you know after last year and certainly in Patterson's you know career yeah, prior to as, that. As but. far as being in the spotlight, Oklahoma State and TCU, obviously, you know TCU in the title game last year. But like, I mean, I say Kansas State because I feel like they've been consistently in the top part of the big 12 for, for sure. years, you know, like they've been yep. just right underneath Texas and Oklahoma whenever they're, you know, the, I mean, up until the last few years, Texas really hasn't been. Yeah. I, I, BYU coming and playing us and getting beat like that. It reminded me of us joining the big 12 the first year and playing Kansas state and just getting completely demolished. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's a big, you know, you don't, I think we appreciate it, right? Having going through that transition yes. of, especially thinking we were a big oh, boy, yeah. right? When we were kind of the, the kings of the Big East, and then you step in a conference and you just don't have the depth. <laughs> we, you know, you might hang in a few games and you get the <laughs> shit kicked out of you. Real quick. We should have known that we were in trouble maybe when we had to beat Baylor. 70 to 63. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, Gino like, was already, like, he won yeah, the Heisman. At the time, we were like, game. we're was awesome. Like, over. We beat Baylor 70 to 63. But in hindsight, we probably should have looked at that and been like, uh, guys, uh, I don't yeah. think this is sustainable. Hey, we gonna, yeah. Are we going to score 70 every day? <laughs> Big 12 ain't ready for us. I think we lost five in a row that season, right? Uh, oh, yeah. We, well, we beat Texas, right? Yes, that was the high yes. mark. And then we, we, we put on the road. We put Tavon in Tech as running back against Oklahoma. Slide. Yeah, and that that's like, that was, which obviously we're going to get to when we talk about, you know, Oklahoma. But, yeah, because we've had, I mean, we've had some great. We've always played them close almost every year. It seems like we've played them decently yeah. close. So yeah. and it, the, the crazy fucking part is that last year is the year we won it, right? Because I feel like we had much better teams and much better games, yeah. Yeah. arguably, that we just didn't win, yeah. you know? And then the year that's like, eh, you know, then we <laughs> then we beat Oklahoma, which I'll take a win against Oklahoma any year, but at the same time, it didn't feel like, you know, yeah. it would have. For sure. Right? Yeah. I mean, we were at the Oklahoma game with Will Greer uh, when he fumbled twice and they returned those fumbles for touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. It was uh I mean it's still we lost I think that game was like fifty nine to fifty six. It was still like yeah. yeah. Well and it was that remember it was the uh the block out of bounds. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was our yes. wide receiver, yes. right? They yes. called it back because otherwise we're getting ready to go up two touchdowns, yeah. right? Yes. I mean it was it a, just it was a big swing in the game right there with that that uh that personal foul late hit, right? Yeah. 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 But I mean, once again, though, like you said, we we always hang with them. We seem yeah. like we can we can hang with them. They were we beat them last year. Yeah, I mean, they were. Yeah. I don't. They they were ranked top ten, top five, maybe that game. Whenever uh, Greer fumbled those balls, but <laughs> we were too. We were ranked. I, yeah. We were top fifteen, I think, in that game. Yeah. I think I want to say it was like five to twelve or something. Five to twelve. 
It was a big one, yeah. right? I mean, that was that was you know that <laughs> that was the domino, right? That led to kind of where we are today, right. really. If you think about it, with Neil, right? Because I think Dana wins that game. We're in the Big Twelve championship game. Maybe he does. I mean, he may jump ship, right? I mean, that's kind of I think what his he had that year marked, right? That was his year. That was when he yeah. had his team. That's when he had his best shot. I think he knew it, right, at a Big 12 championship or beyond. And he probably would have tried to piggyback that into something bigger. I can't imagine it was just to stick around. But uh, that didn't happen. And here we are with New York, so. <laughs> And honestly, like, like looking back on it, so full, full disclosure, whenever Dana left, I was just kind of like, I was meh. I was like neutral. It felt, it felt bad that he left for a non-Power 5 school. <laughs> like that, that didn't feel great. Um, but he probably knew that they were going to make a play for the big 12 and that their time was coming. I mean, I'm sure that was part of the, part of the plan there, but, uh, having Neil Brown the last few years has made me appreciate Dana more. It's probably like (laughs) one of the worst things I can say about Neil Brown. And it's not even like, it's not even like I'm bashing Neil Brown on that, on that, on that statement. It's more of like, at least Dana, Dana's teams were fun to watch. Like he, he had a fun offense. He was fiery. He was, you know, there was a little bit of a swag there. Like we were, we had, you know, an offensive mastermind that was, Dana was, was known as, as our head coach. And we were going to, you know, have, have something to show on offense every yeah, single he year. He definitely walked around with a chip on his shoulder. That's for sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. I mean, that's, he had passion, yeah. right? Like for better or worse. And he, and I feel like we also had an identity and that identity may have like morphed a little bit between, like Geno's air raid, and then we became kind of a you know ground orient, which was crazy. But we had one, right? Like we knew what we were going to see, and I feel like that's what we've lacked over this past five seasons. Is like, who the hell are yeah. we? Like, yeah, on both sides of the ball. Like, are you know what, what are we doing? Well, like, like I think the last few games since Garrett Green has like been coming to life as a passer. I think um, for sure he has a low completion percentage and I think it's because he throws a lot of balls way downfield. Cause if you look at like our receivers yards per catch, <laughs> they are crazy. Oh, I mean, like, like crazy high. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hmm. Cole Taylor's is 12 yards. Preston <laughs> That's a tight end. 15 yards. <laughs> Devin Carter's 18 it- yards. Was it Clement or somebody like yeah, his, was like yeah. leading the nation in completions per yard? <laughs> Three, he, he, was, he was. Three <laughs> catches for 150 yards. He's averaging a touchdown. A catch, <laughs> yeah, pretty know? much. He's like Randy Moss. That that or was a Thanksgiving Day game when he had three, <laughs> three catches for like 180 yards and three touchdowns. <laughs> I think yeah. I, you know, like I think Hudson that the Hudson Clement game against um, Duquesne. I think that was a big moment because. Like our receivers and Neil Brown's tenure has have been atrocious and just plagued by drops. And I think at the beginning of the season, we were starting what Aaron and one other receiver that haven't that may not even be on the team at this point. Um, like the and, and I think what happened with, with Hudson Clint going out there and just balling out that game, they were like, Neil Brown was like, Listen, I'm gonna play people that make plays, right? And and everybody's like, If I don't, if, if I get these drops, I'm not gonna make plays. Like Fox has played way better since then, like. It feels like we've always like Carter. Yeah, Carter, Carter has really, played better. Really elevated, I mean, right? And that guy, we can talk about him, but he, oh my he god, he looks like he a beast. Such a high yeah. ceiling, he right? It's just he the consistency, be, dude. Like seriously, like, yeah, a weapon. If he could just eliminate the 
the drops, right? And the drops that are just like killer because yes. it's like you know he's he's across he's in first down territory, he's wide yeah. open, ball drop, yeah. right? And you're you're turning the ball what, over or punting it. What game was that? Whenever he had the, it was just a short pass. He he had the he had a first down if he catches it, yeah. but he he turned and ran before he caught it. It was one of the ones we lost, I feel like. Yeah, I remember I like it stinging it was, really bad. Or something, maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, things like that, That's that, that goes a long way. I mean, that's the difference between a high-caliber football team and then just being mediocre. You know, if you got to make those little little plays because – Consistency, yeah. You're going to run into somebody that's not going to let you make a big play. You know, so think, you're going to – I think Garrett's got to help him out a little bit, though. Like, I don't feel like he throws the most catchable ball, especially to running backs. Like, you were talking about his completion rate. I feel like he misses those swing outs and, like, those stuff way too much. He throws a better deep ball than, like, anything else. And I feel like he puts too much on it. He's always, like, trying to zip it everywhere. and Especially his his midfield stuff, right? Like, his over the middle, he tends to throw behind receivers who are then, you know, there was a guy trying to make acrobatic catches or getting the shit blown up out of. I can't remember what game it was, but he had, like you said, he's putting too much on it. He had like a six-yard pass into the end zone, and he threw that ball like hundred <laughs> miles an hour. Like easy there, Uncle Rico. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I've been seeing that too. I'm sure the running backs are like, dude, like, come on. Like, I'm not the best catcher anyway. And you're like yeah. zipping it over my head. I'm right yeah. here, man. A, just let me run. Huddle. He's just saying, I bet you, I bet you I can throw his football over the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's an interesting character. He is. Because I, I mean, obviously don't, don't know him, you know, of any personal level, but he, I find, you know, most of the time I'm obviously pretty excited about him, but, I've been pretty frustrated at times too. Cause I'm like, I don't know it, maybe it's just a, a matter of success. And so I'll get over it. But it's like, sometimes I'm like, I like the fire. I like the passion, but dial yeah. it down a little. I'm like, don't like, don't cross yeah. the line into like, just pure. Yeah, he's almost Which, like Baker dude, Mayfield. Yeah. Not as and good. it's like, well, <laughs> in, 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 <laughs> In t- yeah. like, except you want to hide yeah, yeah. also yeah except for that part <laughs> yeah but i mean it's i know you don't want to dial it back but it's just uh you know do your business and honestly that was the beginning of the season i hope we're past that but that was everybody right i mean it was freaking uh cj where you're like what are you doing yeah, man? yeah I, mean, I feel like he's starting to come back he's he's he ran with a lot more patience uh in the byu game but well, I think, it, like you said, Dylan, that's that's competition, right, mm-hmm. in that running backs room. Yeah. It's like, hey, dude, you got a true freshman right. over here who's going to take your job. Yeah. Um, and he looks really good. Awesome. He was on the verge, you know what I mean? Like, oh, man. Yeah. Just a couple, too, yeah. like where he's just one one extra block, one little – and he's yeah. gone. I mean, he's got the speed. He he reminds me – I mean, somebody said it. I think the guy on the, the game uh, – calling the game last week, but they, they kind of – Compared him to Slayton, which, <laughs> you know, come on, easy. All right, so we've got a Baker Mayfield uh, and a Slayton comparison already. Like, come on. Okay. But it's so quick hitting the hole. You yeah. know, like, to be a running back in that that read, zone read offensive scheme, right? Like, you, you've got to really be patient, but you've got to attack quick when it, when it happens, yeah. right? And I feel like CJ sometimes, you know, he used to be, it seemed like, more patient. It seems like he was pressing a lot the past 
maybe not the past game, but certainly earlier parts of the season where he's trying to make something where there wasn't something there yet. This kid, man, is just yeah. lightning yeah, in a bottle. Um, it's nice to have that lightning and thunder combo back. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. technically with Green back there, we've got two lightnings because he's he's not slow. No. Well, and I, I don't mind. I, I don't know how much of it was conscious. I mean, we didn't have to, thankfully, last game. But it's, you know, he's he's got that, what I'm assuming was a high ankle sprain, right? Like early in the season that kept him out of that game. You got to protect that dude. Yeah. I mean, he's just, yeah. he's too valuable. And if you don't need, it, I've gotten some beef with him on some of the read options. I think he's gotten better a little bit, but yeah. sometimes he just makes the totally he wrong. Can, read. He can, uh, I think step up in the pocket, but he 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 bails out pretty quick. Yeah, he's still run first mentality. Yeah. I mean, you can see it, right? Like when when the contain breaks, he never steps up. He steps yeah. out. Yeah. It's frustrating. Obviously, yeah, I mean, it's easy to like, see from our perspective. Yeah, on the on the you know the RPOs and stuff. He, I don't know. You're right. He does need uh, work on a little decision making. I think, but I think that that comes with it. I mean, we got spoiled. I feel like Pat White. Like, I don't know. He, he's the he master of it, like, running the perfection. zone read. Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt. Well, and I think defenses, to be honest, have played it. You know, they, that's. They've all been trained on it now, well, yeah. right? So they t- typically read it better themselves and play it for sure. Um, but man, I just feel like scheme-wise, the offense just—it's like where the hell is my thing? I think my biggest beef is like the last two games. Where the hell was that out during Penn State? Like, I mean, I know you've got a new, you know, starting quarterback, but the guys started games and won games for you the preseason. This is a fucking top five team, like. You got nothing to right. lose, dude. Yeah. Just uncork right. it, right? Like let it let it fly, yeah. and it was like the most conservative kind of. And I get, you know, a lot of that was Penn State defense. They're ridiculous, and they were in his face twenty four seven. But it just felt like you know you didn't even give it, us a chance to win that game with the play calling. Yeah. You know, from an offensive standpoint, anyway. Yeah, and I'm glad that like that. You know, it's it's miles away from that game now. Like, yeah. And like you said, though, I mean, it could be the competition, too, because now we go back and play Penn State next weekend. Are we going to, you know, is the result going to be the same or, you know, are we going to surprise people? You know, you don't know that, but it's definitely seems like it's it's gotten way better and it's they're reaching in to <laughs> their pockets a little deeper, it seems like, instead of the same boring stuff over and over that got us all frustrated to begin with. You know, that's, yeah. that's the whole point. Like, I think where all these people get mad at Neil Brown because it's just like, man, it's just, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Have you, you know what it reminds me a lot of? And speaking of bullshit comparisons, but, you know, Rich, that offense, <laughs> <laughs> I said yeah. it, I brought it up. Uh. But. <laughs> They, you know, they had 10 different ways of running the same play, right? Like formation wise. And this past couple of weeks, I've noticed a shit ton of motion, right? I mean, like every single play has motion, if not multiple motions in it. And at the end of the day, like they're running the same plays, right? I mean, more often than not, even back to back times, but it just, it's, it's a different formation. It's a different motion which is awesome because that's, you know, that reminds me of, you know, then you've got the defense on, on their heels. It's not about, we don't need 300 plays, right? Like we just need to run a dozen plays really well. 
and then be able to mask them so they don't know what's coming. And I feel like that's what they've focused. I don't know if they've trimmed that down, right? And said like, hey, we're let's just get simple about it, right? Let's just do what we do well. But they've definitely done that. I I almost feel like he like like since since he's been here, there's been like Neil Brownisms uh, that that have persisted throughout his entire tenure. One of which. I forget which game was it? Was it Oklahoma State or was it Houston? Where we were, we were on a fourth down. He ran a play, and then they called like a timeout. There was something weird that happened. That like we, the play started. You could see what the play was, but the refs stopped it, and like there was like a timeout or something. Uh, and then we came back out of the timeout, and he ran the same play on the fourth down again, and it failed miserably. And it was like that, 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 and receiver drops. And conservative play calling has been like the Neil Brownisms of his tenure, and like I, I feel like he has finally taken that step this year. And I think that's a, there's a you know what we've mentioned better quarterback play, better receiver play, uh, and all that. And you know, and if I look, if you ask me, has Neil Brown done enough to save his job this year? I say yes. Uh, and you know, if he would lose three all three of the final games left, I would say that would that would change that answer. But as of right now, yeah. I say he wins two of the three. Definitely. He's done enough to save his job. Definitely. That puts us at eight wins. Yeah. I mean, how? yeah, that's the challenge, right? And especially, I think, if it's, as you said, Dylan, it's it's, it's the wins and losses, but it's probably the way that we win or lose those games, right? right? Like, if, if the trajectory continues and you see the same offensive production, regardless of the outcome, maybe with Oklahoma, but it just looks like we're getting better and it looks like we're playing big boy football, then, yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't know how you – let go of a guy with what would be uh, what eight and four record. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But then again, I mean, again, two sides of the coin, right? Cause then you go back and look, <laughs> we haven't beat anybody at, at the conference through. records. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's like <laughs> that, or he's the luckiest man yeah. on earth, right? For like sure. it, in a sense, he locked out like with your die year. Yeah. I mean, so, so far this year, right. If we look at who we've beaten, the only team I think we've beaten right with the winning record is BYU. Correct. Um, to date, yeah. well, that's not true. No, Maybe. no, I that's don't know true. What Duquesne's doing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Duquesne doesn't count. Yeah, right, right, right. I think our, I think our but combined, yeah, right? our combined win loss of our opponents this so far this year are like twenty two and twenty six. Well, yeah, Something and then like you've got Baylor, which is, I mean, I'll, I'll say this: if you, I think if you beat Oklahoma, and you beat Cincinnati, well, let's put it: if you lose. I don't want to say this because it's a lot of pressure on him, right? But I feel like if you lose to either Cincinnati or Baylor, you should be gone. I mean, that's they're they're two of the worst teams in the entire conference, right? I mean, yeah. I think Cincinnati yeah. is zero and six in conference play. They're two and seven overall. Baylor's not much better. They're what two and four in conference, three and six. Uh, I mean, no, well, it's you know, there's you know the thing about that road is, game involved there, but like UCF, I believe that UCF is a better football team than their record is. Yeah, and yeah, but I I can't say the same about Baylor and Cincinnati. Like their record reflects on what kind of football team they are. So like I'm, I'm not yeah, that, that's great. Baylor Baylor like beat UCF, right? I mean that's. That's kind of the crazy part too, if you look at it. Um, but you're right. I mean, it's there. If there's a year where you're gonna, you should handily beat Baylor. It's certainly this yeah. year. Um, you just you just gave us the kiss of death with that one. That is, we are we are. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. You're but you know, you know, Absolutely. like we're West Virginia is going to West Virginia. That's for sure. So it's nothing that we are going to do or say is going to change anything because 
there's been, oh, I don't even want to say. Well, that's why there's been you, many, many times where we went yeah. to a game where we should have won. You learn a lot off. in the next three for games, sure. right? About this yeah. team, about him as a coach. But overall, uh, they sure. they seem to be getting better, you know, weekly. Yeah, and there's young talent that's performing. That's what's one of the biggest things for me. That's like, yeah, you keep him around as long as we win two of the next three because. There's, there's young people producing, like Jaheim White. Garrett Green's only a junior. Uh, you you have a reason to be excited and about yeah. the future for the first time ever. I just, you know, the thing that, that worries me, and I know every team worries about this, right? And we worry about it, but is in this new, you know, transfer portal NIL, you know, era, is do those guys stick around, right? I mean, you, you would hope, right? They're young talents, certainly like White, but – there's going to be guys, if they continue to have the success they're going to have, there's going to be interest. For sure. Right, from other that is the scary thing with the NIL. It's like, you know, you got you have a breakout star for freshman, <clears throat> like White, and then you got to worry in the offseason whether or not somebody's going to poach him. I don't know. Here, like, here I'll, I'll put you guys on the spot. Who should get the bigger bag from the NIL, White or Donaldson? <laughs> right now? Yeah. Given what I've seen, white. Yeah, I, 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 have to go <laughs> well, I think he's just got more. He's got more ceiling. I don't think. I think both of them can be incredible backs. Yeah. And I think the tandem. And will they're be definitely great, not the same back, so you can't like, no compare there. But CJ's, uh, you know, I just don't. I don't know what happened with him at the earlier part of the season. I mean, he got a little bit back together last game. I yeah, think. yeah, he did. But it just felt like he was, and also just the attitude. He looks, yeah, you know, obviously again. He looks frustrated I, after every run. Looks mad, yeah. Very. And it, it's not like mad yeah. at the other team. Like I'm going to ram it down their throat. It's like mad, like somebody missed a block or something. Almost yeah. like he's like, or, or like he yeah. doesn't like the play call or something like that. And I know we're totally speculating based off of seeing his face, and but that's what <laughs> yeah. it looks like. Well, and I think too, it's you've got a guy that you know, and I'd have to dig deeper on this because I don't want to to say it wrong, but. He certainly wasn't recruited as a running back, right? right? And he didn't play running back in, in high school. No. Um, you know, that's not where he came. So, I mean, he's really relatively infancy at learning the position, mm-hmm. right? And and I think um, we caught some people by surprise last year, right? And I think the offensive line produced some some pretty big holes. I think they're getting their shit together now. Certainly the last two games have looked like yeah. what I expected out of a returning offensive line. I mean, it, but Speaking of the offensive line, it's just like – I like hold my breath the last two, three games because I mean they were dropping like flies. I'm thinking, yeah. man, we can't get banged up, you know, like this late in the season. I understand you're gonna have some injuries, but I mean it was like scary there for a second. Like yeah. what are you gonna do then? Yeah. You know? You can, both of those running backs could be one and two in the nation, but if you lose all that experience, it doesn't really go that far. No. But I mean, I do, I do like the fact that it, there were lots of times this season, right? I think uh, not Penn State. I think every, you know nobody expected us to win that game, but certainly after that, you know, when we go and drop the Houston game, or then when we drop the Okie State game after that, two in a row, where you just think, you know, like is this where the slide yeah. right starts, and we just don't win a game? So the ability to bounce back uh, is something that I've been impressed with because I think. 
that should be reflective of what these guys think about their coach. You know, sure. I mean, if you don't like your coach, yeah. that's and, probably where you just fold and up. I think the, you know, I mean, I think the guys have bought into him, and that's good. Like, they definitely like him. They definitely you can like tell. Him. They definitely I, like I, him, and I, he is a likable guy. And I don't like for sure. I don't. I mean, that's just like going off of how he acts in press conferences. It's not like I hang out with him and know what. <laughs> Know how it is, but he, well, he, he comes across like I think that he would be easier to sit down and talk to than Dana Holgerson. Oh my God, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Are you at a casino? But to play devil's advocate on your point there, Ryan, like yeah, we lost two games in a row, but we there's a big difference to like our next two games are against UCF and BYU, not Texas and Oklahoma True. and Kansas State, but, I mean, yeah. and, and you know. True, but I think UCF on the road, right? I mean, yeah, that's that was an easy game to lose. That's one of those, for sure. Yeah, where you can go, and it, I mean, it was a, you know, it was a game, right? I mean, for the most part, um, up until the end, BYU. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, sadly, right, one way or another, I feel like we've lived in this past five years of honestly not really knowing whether we're going to win any game, right? Right. <laughs> Which sounds terrible, right? But not being like, oh, we're going to win this right. game. You're like, I don't know. Yeah, like whenever, so. whenever we, when Rich was there, man, we went to football games knowing we were going to win. It was yeah. just like a celebration from the time that we woke up until we ended the night on High Street. <laughs> in a gutter somewhere in a gutter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah walking it's like i think we're gonna score uh yeah 60 points today yeah, yeah. Um, against the yeah. like you know syracuse i remember i remember like syracuse was a joke during rich's tenure like it was like we're gonna beat them by 40 points you know uh, who you know well, do we yeah virginia tech do you remember when we played them uh when marcus vick was the quarterback yeah two game series i think we couldn't beat them. The, yeah, yeah, the second was the uh, – Was that our only think, loss? That, or, that was our only loss, was the Pat's, Sugar Bowl yeah, year. that was Pat's yeah. year. That was the yep. only year. Yeah, that's when he uh, threw but up we were, the But we were still playing the and at that Gibby. point. He elbowed Gibby in the head. <laughs> Marcus Vickman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, wow. I don't know why I find that funny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, all right, it, we've talked about we've what? talked about BYU a good bit. Is there anything else you guys want to say about BYU? No. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Actually, I will say this. I am excited. We need to make a road trip out there. Oh, for ooh, a I know. And, the, you know, the schedule release, which is nice, right? Now we know over the next three years who we're playing yeah. and where, which is interesting to see who we got and who we didn't get. Um, but that, that in Colorado, you know, I'm very excited to go. Get a chance yeah. to hopefully go watch a game out. out That'd be cool. That'd be cool. B I BYU did what you would expect, but you know, carrying the W flag out. Yeah, like that's what I was going to say. They class. They acts, had uh, they had a lot of a lot of stuff that they they their coach uh, did. He was you know he was excited to come to Morgantown. He said he wanted to hear Country Roads. Weird, weird, <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah, weird, I, don't, they, I, don't they, he, stayed, I don't think he understood. Yeah. They stayed yeah. on the field. Their whole team yeah. stayed on the field after the game for that. Yeah. And well, I don't know. He seems like he's a pretty good good guy. I think I, like I think they my papa. The whole flag thing. <laughs> you're, 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 he's Samoan, right? Like you're Samoan. Yeah, I'll say you're, uh, you're... <laughs> uh, I think that their whole yeah. thing is like, because they're a religious institution, they feel like, you know, that was our only game on the East coast, I think. So there's people, you know, who want to 
watch them uh, when they're close within 200 miles or so. Yeah. So they're, you know, waving the flag out. is like, hey, we're representing people of our faith in this state. For sure. Uh, and, yeah. you know, I think that was cool. You know, it was cool to see that. I hope that our fans are as well represented yeah, yeah. whenever. I did read um, some things from uh, BYU fans that after the game, they they, they really talked about it yeah. up. And, the, yeah, it was, it was, was they good. had a good time and people were nice to them. And I like to hear stuff like that because I just – you know that that other stuff is just we don't have room for that. You love to see it, yeah. It, 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 it catch us on a night when they beat us in Morgantown. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what they have to say about our fan base. <laughs> it could get real nasty real quick. That's true. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, Oklahoma. You guys, wanna, you guys, what, what are you guys thinking? I'm just... I I'm going to say this right out of the gate. And it's, this is just about Oklahoma generally. I just don't think, and he'll probably hopefully not prove me wrong this week, but I just I don't think Brent Venables is the guy? Oklahoma head no. coach. No, he's not him. Yeah. He's yeah. not him. Yeah. He's not Coach Prime. Um, nope. I agree. He's not that. And, I mean, Lincoln, granted, you know, some things were kind of pre-NIL and he had a loaded team, but I still think <laughs> – that was that was a downgrade. I don't think there's any way you compare, at least from my perspective, Lincoln Riley to Brent Venables. It's certainly not necessarily the the outcome so far. And I hate the dog and the guy, but I mean, he's coming off. My God, what was last year's record? Six and six, um, I think. Yeah, six and six sounds right. Yeah, six and, and they lost to Texas last year, forty-five to nothing. Still haven't lost yeah. three games in a row since like nineteen. 19- 90 or something no they did last year i looked that up because we we talked about that they really? lost three games in a row okay. last year but it had been 24 years before that oh okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh, it'd been yeah. a while uh if they i mean yeah I, I agree with you ryan i think if they lose three games in a row this season i i, I think well, they're in for a rude awakening in the sec yes, like they, they're about to go the way of nebraska both Texas is going to be all right. Texas, I feel like, is going to be all right. Like, people want to come to Austin. People, like, they can recruit. Like, they, like, and not saying Oklahoma can't, but I just feel like Oklahoma is going to go the way of Nebraska when they join the SEC. You're going to be, it's going to be 10 years later, and we're going to be like, what happened to Oklahoma? I feel like, I don't know, man. I think, I think just, you know, having been here in Houston and getting a wide, variety and in large dose of you know local pick insert texas university right but i mean ut a&m big time right down here tcu otherwise but they ut's ego right i mean who they think and not to say i mean it's merited right historically but i mean what like realistically what have they done right in the big 12 in the past i mean how far probably since they played and so 2011, you know, when they were in the national championship with Colt, I mean, they've underperformed in a otherwise like theirs for the taking other than maybe Oklahoma, right? Big 12. For sure. And now they're going to step up and play SEC football, you know, every week. So I don't think, I, I mean, I agree. People are going to want to come to to Austin. They're going to continue to recruit the way they recruit. They're going to have the talent, but I think they're all in for a uh, little, I mean, shit, dude. I wouldn't want to be in the SEC. No. <laughs> no. 
I mean, not at all. I mean, it'd be like, cool, we're in the SEC and we'll never be relevant again. Right. Vanderbilt we'll, we'll would be like, like welcome, <laughs> welcome aboard. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that's you, you made a good point there. I mean, Oklahoma, like, even when they made it to the, you know, the playoffs, they, it's not like they have an SEC road ahead of them. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's pretty tough there week in and week out. And they had what the big 12 championship game to, to win. And then they're in, you know what I mean? That wasn't, there wasn't a lot. They may had one or two games circled on their schedule that they had to be careful about, but most of the time they were running over people. And then you, then you run into those teams from the sec in the playoff and the big 10, even like Ohio state, like I hate talking Ohio State up, but they they're good. You know, their their quarterback play this year isn't that good, but their defense is unreal, just like Penn State. But I mean, there's Oklahoma teams run into stuff like that. They're just Yeah. They're not gonna have a shot. Yeah, I don't I I mean the thing that concerns me most, I think, is so we played three games, right? It, I, well, I mean, obviously going back further than that, but I'm just trying to think of the last three games, right? We dropped two games um, in a row, right? UH in dramatic fashion. But man, their their quarterback, and especially seeing it in person, I don't think he had an incompletion in the second half. He's definitely good. Certainly not in the fourth quarter, yeah. right? The I mean, Houston game? And he was a. Yeah, yeah, he was 16 for. Or he had 16 completions in a row, including yeah. Hail Mary. And so he was a mobile guy. But he, you know, he got me right back to like what we suspected right from the get go, which is like this secondary is mad suspect. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we go to like, you know, UCF's quarterback. Okay, but I mean, they had some chances, shots, but Oklahoma is a ground and pound. BYU did, you know what I mean? So like, I feel like we <laughs> we're gonna find out, right? Has that defense and has that secondary truly stepped up and gotten any better? Yeah. Because They've got, you know, what was, I think, and probably still is, right? I don't know what checked in lately on kind of the Heisman, but certainly was being, you know, kind of lauded as a leading Heisman candidate in a quarterback. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's my concern. It's not offensively. Like, I think if we're running our offense, I think we can move the ball. I think we can score I points. Think that it's, it's, will they just pick us apart, you know, on the defensive side of the ball? As far as him being a Heisman contender, I don't, I don't know. I feel like the pickings were slim at the time that they started mentioning his name, but I don't know what Oklahoma's like specialty is. I'm just looking at their stats against the, against Oklahoma state. They, they Gordon ran for 138 yards, but they only had 147 total rushing yards. So a good defense. Yeah. I don't know. You know, like they must, they probably don't, you know, have a slew of running backs. Like, you know, most teams have, Still Oklahoma State. I, it looks like Gabriel's got. I mean, he's got what is again? It's like who they played, right? But right, you look at his completion percentage, like seventy-one, you know, percent. He's got yeah, twenty-seven hundred yeah. yards. I mean, yeah, I mean, if have you? It'll be a test. Beat? Let's put it that way, right? Have you seen who they beat though? I mean, other than Texas, but like I said, that was a rivalry game. They beat Arkansas State, SMU, Tulsa, Cincinnati, Iowa State, and UCF. Jesus. Yeah. 
but, well, but, and again, but to be right, fair, their two losses are good teams. Like can't, they lost to Kansas and Oklahoma State, both good teams. I don't, right. I don't think we would beat Kansas. I, I, I think it would be a toss up. Like, I mean, maybe at best. Uh, I don't know. I don't like. I don't want to get in a shootout. Yeah. 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 No, it's. I mean, it's like. Um, I don't think. I mean, they certainly haven't had success like this, right? Since Mangino right. left. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think they're they're the real oh, deal. For sure. it, it's everybody's still right. It's like there's still that Kansas, you know, kind of joke thing going somewhat. But I think that's just the stigma. Right. But I mean, they're good football. Team. Right? Yeah, they uh, are, and they've shown it. Yeah. I, I guess, like, I feel things I feel good about with Oklahoma. I think we are in a much better mental space than them. Like, I listened to their coaches' press conference. Like, I did homework. You guys should be proud of me. I know Chad's been doing <laughs> homework too. Like. Uh, sounds like you have too, Ryan. We should be, we should give ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I listened to his press conference to see what he would say about West Virginia. He sounds like a beat dog. Like it was bad. It was like, yeah. he's having to answer questions about his kicker. Apparently he went on like the, 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 the radio show and said that we have a roulette of better plays in that fourth and whatever play against Oklahoma state that, that costed him the game that we could have used. He was in, he had to answer questions about that. And he was like dodging them. Uh, it did not sound great at all. And, you know, they're thinking, yeah. are we going to lose three games in a row again this year? We did this last year. Our team is thinking we're bowl eligible. We are, you know, our coach's job is is off the hot seat probably. We've, we were exceeding expectations. We were picked to finish last. We're not going to do that. Like, we're definitely going in this with a better mindset. I, I think, you know, the negatives, the, you know, the part is it's still Oklahoma in Norman at night. Right. Uh, you yeah. know, that does, that's a tough, that's a tough situation. Uh, and I feel like, you know, we've got to play perfect to go there and win. We've only had one game where all three phases played well. Now yeah. that was our last game. Right. Yeah. That was our, you know, so that's, that's a good thing, but we're gonna have to do that again. And I think if we do, yeah, we can, we can win this game. Yeah. If the drop passes, we can't have that. Um, I know that, you know, that falls in line of playing perfect, but, it's like I said earlier, the you little... got to play. I mean, that's the thing, though. You need to play like you need to play a near perfect game. And it's the arguably one of, if not the best team in the Big Twelve currently, on the road at night. Like you can't do stupid shit, right. right? And expect to win this game. So I mean, I think you're right. Do you have to play flawless? No, not necessarily. But you can't have the stupid, you know, self inflicted wounds that we've seen come out occasionally throughout this season. Yeah. And that shit's frustrated me to know. And I feel like it's we've cleaned it up. I think if you look over the last three, four games, we've been one of the more lower end, you know, penalized teams. Yeah. But that, man, it, it feels like when they when they do them, it's at the worst. Yeah, I think right? that like, they they are pretty heavily penalized per game. I believe I want to say it was close to like sixty or seventy yards a game. Oklahoma, but, right? Yes. Okay. Um, so maybe if they shoot themselves in the foot, we play pretty, you know, flawlessly, definitely feel good about it. Uh, I feel good about it regardless, you know, I mean, it's like you said, we were playing meaningful football in November now and it's, it's fun again. It's nice to tune in and not turn it off at halftime just because you're so frustrated. (laughs) But, but, but keep in mind. I don't know about you guys, but like I've done that this season. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> in games that we won. we're like nine games in, yeah. and we're like, talk, you know, and I'm like, well, it wasn't that long ago that I was like, what the fuck? Right. 
I, I, yeah, I, uh, I think we got to start fast because if we if we go up by two two scores in the first half, they're gonna pucker up and be like, "Oh my God, here we go! We're gonna lose our third game in a row at home to West Virginia." <laughs> like if if we if we, if we, if we start yeah. fast and they get in that mindset, it could really snowball and, and go out of control. Right. Yeah, I mean, if they're playing with, with you know, that kind of worry, then that, that opens the door for mistakes to happen. You know, that's yeah. that's definitely a good uh, thing to have on our side. With their, they're worried about, you know, losing three in a, in a row. That's like big-time talk at Oklahoma right now. You know, that, that that's good for us. So, yeah. Because uh, yeah, I, I don't look at that uh, yeah. as a as a um, like something that's going to give me drive. You know, that's going to make me anxious more than anything. For sure, know? being put on a spot. Jesus, man, I'm just like I've just been uh, while we were talking, just because you know they've been uh, ridiculous, right? I mean, generally, like Oklahoma's been ridiculous for quite a while, but I'm just looking over like the last, you know. Uh, two decades <laughs> and i just went back i'm like is this real i'm like it almost you know it's wikipedia so you're like is this real but i'm just like scrolling back and i went all the way to like freaking you know what am i in here like 1985 and i'm just scrolling through to see like an, a season ending record where they don't have at least 10 wins right and i'm like there isn't <laughs> until like yeah. 2020 yeah you know like nine and two it's just like and it, it, and even that was like oh, i can keep going up the 70s i mean it's just unbelievable the sustained level of success they've had you know for as long as they've had it and so they're not gonna be you know much of um much compatible I think for for Venables, I mean, he better get his shit no. together in a hurry. But I I think that the fact that they're going to the SEC will, they're not going to want to hire an, a new coach and they're like, hey, welcome to the SEC is your first year. Like, I wouldn't want that. Like, as I would say, he's got one more year for sure. That's, yeah, and yeah, then if they go to the SEC and suck, they'll bring somebody new in. Yeah, a lot. I mean, a lot left, but yeah, agreed. I mean, because I'm I'm just looking, you know, the handover from Stoops to. Riley was seamless. Yeah, you know, Riley well, goes twelve and like, two, twelve uh, and two, twelve and two, nine and what two. What Jim Harbaugh <laughs> say about uh, Ryan Day? He says it's you're standing on third and you think you hit a triple. <laughs> you know, Jim Harbaugh is a cheating son yeah. of a bitch too. So. <laughs> so, okay, wait, all right. So have you guys followed that very closely? Did yeah. that dude this put on circus. Central Michigan <laughs> gear and go to I think so. get on the sidelines? Is he's that like, what happened? Yeah. He's like he, he had on his Central Michigan gear, yeah, like on the sidelines of a Central Michigan game <laughs> with Ray Ban, like <laughs> with Ray Ban video recorder sunglasses. Like, dude, it's batshit. I can't believe. I mean, I know some folks, I guess you know, journalists wise, are making a big deal of it, but like the fact that it's even legitimately being investigated at this point, and he's still coaching, is like unbelievable like i mean no he'd appeal immediately right but it's like dude we we suspend players right and coaches for 
much less right. sure. uh, yeah. infractions. Like you, you're going like 007. You got this guy dressing up like another team staff <laughs> and being on the sideline. Like well, that's batshit. What's crazy. the other team in on it, or like is there like tickets you can? I, how did that happen? Is my question. Well, I don't even know. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to read this investigative report. Right, like. Yeah, it's insane. It well, and now, it's and now, insane. now they're saying that like R- Ryan Day's brother-in-law is who started the investigation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're saying that it was all started by Ohio State. He dropped the leak. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. it's like, come on, like get over yourself. Well, and then like if he really did, because I mean, there's there's some clips, and granted, like who knows if this is real or not, but it's the uh, Connor Stallions, right? The guy who's been let go by them that was on staff, but it's him standing next to Harbaugh during the playoff game against TCU with like a sheet in his hand that appears to be TCU's play calls, wow. right? Like, and so you're like, if you scout and and they, you know, I'm so glad TCU beat their ass. I, I'm, I don't like Michigan. Well, and that's um, the theory is that, that they weren't as well prepared for that game because they couldn't scout them ahead of time, knowing that they were going to play them. And, you know, yeah. uh, that's what I've heard. That kind of makes sense. It's, it's, it's sketchy, man. But like, leave it to Ohio State to lose to Michigan what two years in a row, and all of a sudden they're like hiring private investigators and like hacking computers and shit. Like, <laughs> they're like something is not right. Here. Like, there's no way we just lost. The, I couldn't find that that stat that had their record like during like uh, when they said that they allegedly started the the Spygate <laughs> versus before. Yeah. It's if it's true, it's pretty wild. But I will say in defense, Michigan wasn't as good as they are now either. You know, you right. Harbaugh is uh, a hell of a coach. Like, yeah, uh, you, yeah, you, know. you still got to play the game, even if you you know they're going to throw a pass or they're going to run. I don't know, dude. All right, I mean, you know how it was when you played Tecmo Super Bowl. <laughs> if you guessed that play right, right. it was, game it was over. just like the offensive like, line didn't exist. <laughs> Immediately, they all just collapsed <laughs> and destroyed you. Oh, oh man. All right, so we've had a we've had a Tecmo Bowl reference. Uh, you know, that's that's, that's uh, that might be a good sign for a wrap. What else what else do you got? Well, would you want to talk a little basketball or anything else anything else on a right, Let's do this. Score predictions, Oklahoma. Let's put let's Ooh, each yeah. other on the spot here. Um, I'll go first. Sure. Okay. Hang on, I missed it. We're doing what, score what predictions for Oklahoma. Oh god. Uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say 31, 31, 28. The Oklahoma blow. I can't, 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 uh, I can't, I can't go against this on the first episode. That's not a way to start a podcast by yeah. picking Oklahoma. Will there ever be any podcast where we're like, well, I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't think we're going to win this game. I'm going to go 37, uh, 17, because I feel like if we win, we're going to do, we're going to, they're going to like crumble. I feel like they're going to fall apart. We're going to take advantage of it, and and I don't think it's going to be as close. If we win, it's I think we're going to win pretty big. Okay. Ooh. All right. God damn. Hmm. You know, I, I just don't like being put on the spot like this. <laughs> um, all right, I'll go thirty-five. Thirty-five twenty-eight. A close one. All right. 
I wrote them down. Oklahoma so or us? About it. Okay, okay. We're 13 point that. underdogs last I checked. 13? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect for a 20. Yeah, that's game. right where we we got them right where we want them. Uh, <laughs> Road dogs, yeah. baby. Uh, all right. Oh so, so basketball. Uh, you guys want to talk about basketball at all? Let's do it. No. Or anything else on Oklahoma that we're deep enough with basketball yet? I know oh, that God. like I didn't... we got to talk. We got to talk though, like at least about Eilert's first W as head coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm Go. rooting for him. I'm rooting Definitely. for him. Yeah, it seems like a nice guy. Um, yeah, there was some flashes. I mean, granted, I know you know the competition who we were playing, but there there were some things that were. Uh, there's some guys that can shoot the basketball. Yeah, that, in the that, second I mean, half. Not necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 14, team? what, 14%? 14% in the first half. And we went 14 minutes without a field goal. That's pretty good, I, right? <laughs> Thank God our foul shooting is better than it was under Huggins. He's running the old Lewis County stall <laughs> yeah, <right>. offense. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like the second half, we were definitely a different team. And, uh, is it Slot Slazinski? Yes, he he's a shooter. Yeah, he looks he looks like he could be good. Yeah, they you know what I like to see just generally about them is uh, you know they're playing a team they should you know run out of the gym right, but they didn't at least to me I didn't see a lot of bad body language you know and and I certainly didn't see it relative to the interaction with with the coaches. Um, it's, you know, in a way, like, obviously, Hugs is Hugs. He's a Hall of Famer. You know, he's 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 great. He was awesome. But it, in a way, it's refreshing to see somebody else on the side. 100%. I mean, it's just. I missed seeing that you know, stool over there. Right? It does look weird without the stool. It was weird. Uh, yeah. It, so, that part was weird. But um, it's just, it was time. Yeah. You know, in my I, view, agreed. it was time. Um, it's shitty circumstances, the way it unfolded. And certainly hate to see him go out the way that he went right. out. And I don't think anybody wanted that to happen, but no. at the same time, dude, that's the way it like he's and this is, I'm going to rail a little bit on him. So, but it, he will not go quietly into the night. No. Right. Like that's just, it's not who he is. It's not, I mean, he's going to be on a fucking radio show now. Right. He shows up to the games. Like, yeah, what the fuck is this? Like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like, I get that they were your players or whatever, but like, what are you doing showing up to an exhibition? Like, let him have his moment, bro. Right. Just like you already fucking burnt this thing down. Just walk away as gracefully as you can. Let some wounds heal and then come back into the fold. Be honored the way you should. But like, I just I feel bad. It's a shitty situation yeah, for Eiler to inherit. You're right. But I mean the way hugs went down, it was either going to be like that, or he was going to have a heart attack on the sidelines. So yeah, it definitely, he wasn't going to go quietly no matter what the situation. Do you think he looks like, so you guys have probably seen the pictures right of him in the stands at the exhibition game. I think he looks like shit. Well, he's lost weight. Well, though, I mean, right? some, he's, he's definitely lost. Yeah. Weight. But I mean, he, he's definitely lost weight a bit. It's almost like, and granted, maybe it's just cause you know, one, we don't see him regularly and then he's lost that much weight, but it's almost like, when you see someone sick who's lost a lot of weight, right? You're just like, well, Ugh. I mean, if he, he just looks frail. I mean, I know he's, it's been a rough go. Uh, I hope he's sober. He said he is. Bleach up a little bit. Yeah. 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 That was, that was, that was bad. It really was. Uh, I, I, I'll be 100% honest though. Like the last two seasons, really ever since, um, 
What's the guy who went to Kentucky? I, I always forget his name. Uh, it was like he won like Oscar. like the yeah, Sheboy. Ever Sheboy. since he left, I was kind of like, um, like what's going on, Hugs? Like right. you know, like, like it was like whenever he showed up here, it was like okay, we're gonna, we're press Virginia. Our guys are gonna play crazy hard. Yeah, we okay. We don't make foul shots, but like we're gonna we're gonna run you out of the gym. We're gonna press, you know. Okay, and then and then like the last few years, it has we haven't even been playing hard. We haven't been playing like good. We don't make right? foul shots. We don't make foul shots. That never changed. We don't play good defense. Uh, we don't. We're not press Virginia anymore. Our offense looks. I don't think atrocious. And I don't think to, you know, I mean, you guys tell me. I'm I'm curious your take, but. The shift, the empowerment of the athlete, right, with NIL and transfer, to me, was never going to mesh well with him and his attitude, Correct. right? Like, you got to want to be coached hard. And then part of that is, like, you don't have an easy out, right? Like, you're, you're going to stick it out or you're going to have to go sit out. If a dude can just, you know, transfer, like, and we saw it. I mean, it's like revolving door the past few seasons. And even really talented guys that had, like, Shibwe had success, like, were gone. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think this new era of, you know, NIL and transfer portal was ever going to really align with his coaching style. It would have been interesting to see what he did this year if, because he brought in a hell of a class, you know? Yeah. Well, that in that class, presumably, I mean, here's the thing. Perez probably stays, right? And he's maybe he's that dude like seems if, like a head fucking, case. Like he's a head case, but come on, let's, let's be clear. Hugs ain't going to kick you off the team for not going to study hall. Well, which seemed like it and, was a policy. And here's right? a good question: How does how does that work with NIL? Did like did Perez just like get paid like crazy NIL money for the last year and and, and never step foot on the floor? Yes, I think so. That's <laughs> yes. that's awesome. That, I'm, yeah. that sounds like a good system. <laughs> that's that's why when they're like, "Hey man, go to study hall," he's like, "Nah, fuck <laughs> <Right>. you." <laughs> it's like I'm actually a millionaire. Like I, you know. I'm sure he wasn't. Um, Which I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much truth that is, but it did sound like I think we need to listen to Eilert's press conference and his comments right after that and then read, you know, Jose's kind of post uh, on social media about what transpired. It did seem to, to be it was a and, and kudos to Eilert, right? I mean, if I'm a guy and I'm an interim and I've got a year, right, to, to prove it or not, probably. Right. I'll, you know, I might be inclined to bend to the will of the athlete and keep that guy around and not just be like, nah, man, you broke the policy, you're gone. Uh, now, is that what happened? I don't know, right? But it kind of read that way, right? That this was just a strict, you've been told, like, fall you know, on or not, and you're not going to do it, so you're gone. You but- know what it reminds me of is um, uh, Drew Shafino and whenever Beeline came in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... Beeline came in and Drew Shafino had to go. Uh, or that? I've got all kinds of other Drew Shafino <laughs> right, things right, running right, right. through my mind. But, but, but I think we've hit the bingo card. We've got the, the Beeline reference, the, the yeah. Red Red uh, reference, Slayton comparison, uh, White. Oh, you know who I wanted to mention earlier um, that I didn't? Uh, Skylar Howard. We'll save that for another day. Yeah, Skylar Howard it, it reminds I me of owe, Green a little bit. I feel like we collectively as a fan well, base owe that dude such a huge We were apology. coming off of uh, Geno Smith, right? Like was, I mean, I think it went Geno then Trickett, right? Or is that how it was? Yeah. Or Geno, Trickett, and I then Skylar? Th- yeah, I think that's right. Um, so 
I'd have to confirm, but yeah, you're right. I think yeah, the thing was Skyler a lot of slack. You know, he was he was not an accurate. Like Gino was an accurate throwing quarterback. Like he had he could make every throw in the book. He would drop it in a bucket. It was a, a, a amazing to watch. And then we go from that to Skyler Howard, who was a winner. Clearly, was a winner. Just, yeah. Was a winner. I mean, that's the thing, right? But it's was like, not. What'd you do? An oh, just, quarterback. just won ten games yeah. in the Big Twelve. <laughs> I mean, like, yes, in the in in the like. I mean, that's right. That's that's the last ten win season we've had as a program mm-hmm. um, in the Big Twelve with him leading the way. I mean, no doubt. I think was probably easily the best player on that team offensively. Um, yeah, and it just sucks. I mean, listen. I get frustrated, right? Just from an accuracy perspective, but I've never been a fan that's going to boo. I'll, I might boo a coach's call. You know what I mean? Like fourth down call or otherwise that kind of thing. You get a little frustrated, but I'm not going to boo a kid right. a player. So the, the fact, you know, that was more telling, I think about our fan base than it was about him. It's an unfortunate situation though. Cause I think he's a guy that really should get more positive pub than he did or that he does now. I mean, that's a, you know, yeah. that's your big 12, 10 win season, mm-hmm. right? That's your best yeah. season you've had since joining the big 12. We were at a, at a game one time and he, he was in the crowd, like sitting below us and people were just giving him shit. God, that's awful. <laughs> Still, it's terrible. That's awful. Dude, I remember it was, yeah, they, I mean, what was it that, I'm trying to remember what it, if it was ESPN, whatever platform we were on, right? For that, I think what was going to be his last game, maybe, you know, his senior game. And the guy asked him, like, you know, what do you think about your, and he's like, just another chance to get booed. Yeah. You know, and you're just like, fuck. Like, if that doesn't make you reassess where you are as a fan base, right? right? Like, you've had some bad moments. Let's, let's be clear. We, we are, I think, (laughs) as at least a vocal minority. I'll tell you a shitty fan base. Yeah. He, uh, we're not the Jets or anything or the Eagles, but <laughs> we, we could, could be. be. But uh, I mean, if we aspired. You know, looking back on it, yeah, that it was you know some frustrating moments. But that he's got to be one of the toughest players to ever play for us. I mean, sure. Even I mean, he was the quarterback, and this dude was just getting beat bulldozing mm-hmm. bro and just hop right back up he was tough i think i think that you know regarding the fan base i think the whole neil Brand situation has shown that ugly side in many ways again and, and the way that i would summarize it uh, and not trying to uh make excuses but i feel like the west virginia fan base nobody's gonna hate you and be more vocal about it but nobody's gonna love you as much either like you, yeah. you you come here and you do bad, we're going to put a for sale sign in your front yard saying to get the hell out of town. Like, uh, yeah. you come it's here, you come here and you win. Like to light a fire under your ass. Right, right, right. <laughs> we're just trying to motivate them. You come here and you win, though, and nobody's, no fan base is going to love you more. And, and, like, yeah. I, well, that's, I do think there's some lingering, there's no doubt lingering trauma from Rich's. Departure, for sure. right? I mean, from for at least from a coaching perspective, yeah, I mean, like come that. On these- that is just not. We never. You're never when you're your beloved son, right, of your state, who gets you to the pinnacle, or damn near close, right, and then uh, jettisons the way that he did. 
you don't think you're ever going to trust anyone again. Like that's just some trauma. I mean, I get, I get um, people that, you know, don't want him to come back, you know, whatever he left us. That's one, you know, that I feel like that should be the only reason why you don't want him to come back because he left and you feel betrayed by that. The, he threw the pit game. Oh, yeah, I want to shit. like, just, it, it drives me nuts. I'm like, how, how he, does that help him in any angle none you can say he was distracted because he was interviewing or he knew that you know maybe the mission job was was coming but to do it purposely i mean no No. it's just ridiculous no so we we we, crazy more than anything well and let's be clear right and again i think we've we've depending on how these next three games unfold right i think we've all kind of settled on He's probably done enough if he continues the trajectory to get himself another year. That's another thing, though. What are they going to do? Because at some point, I mean, how many years does he I think have 26. left on his contract? I think it's 26. I was looking at it. Yeah. I don't think it's years. years. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you would, you, with, with yeah. our previous AD. Shane Lyons <laughs> made the best deal ever. He's like, you, you got us to six and six in a COVID year. We're locking you in. Uh, 26 year contract. Uh, no, it's a 2026. I looked at it. Um, yeah. But you start running up against that, right. right? Like if he doesn't get extended, then he's got that kind of, you know, dead man walk in. What's his ability to continue, you know, bring folks right. in. So I don't think you have to do that this year, but Next you year. know, it wouldn't surprise Next me. year. He's got to either be extended or let go. Well, we went. Let me ask you this, and I know we're back. We we went from basketball to football to basketball to football. But uh, he wins. He wins out, right? We yep. go nine and three. I'm not even going to say what happens the bowl game or not. Let's just say we go nine and three. Does he get extended? I, I don't think so. Personally, you you look at the schedule again. That's the number one thing. You look at the schedule. We have played an atrocious schedule this year, and then number two. Like the the purpose of extending him is to keep him from going somewhere else. If somebody else wants to come in and scoop him up after the last three years and having one good year, go for it. That, that's I, I mean seriously. Like who, who's gonna who's what more attractive job? What more attractive job is gonna? Yeah, right. It would. It, I mean seriously. That's how I would look at it. Yeah. But I think next year you yeah, have well, to. Accept I will them. say. We've we've not talked about it, and this will probably be a topic for for another uh, get together. But Ren Baker, you know, we 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 should we should unpack that guy a little bit because I will say, for better or worse, so far he he is around and very present. Sure. I don't know if y'all saw him the other night, the other game. I thought he was running the possession because <laughs> he was at the <laughs> uh, him and Puds are he was at the <laughs> scores table. I was like, what the hell is Ren Baker doing sitting in the middle of the scores uh, table? Uh, he's at the UH oh, yeah. game, you know, on the side. I mean, he's he is actively involved, and I'm sure assessing. You know, it has a, a very strong finger on the pulse in all things. Well, for sure. Which I think is good. is a good, yeah, a very good thing. Um, so, I, you know, we'll see how that pans out. Um, I, I like him so far. Right. I think yeah. he, he's yeah, had an same. incredible tough position. Can you imagine yeah. coming in? Yeah. And, and personally, I think he fires Neil Brown last year if it's not for the financial troubles at the university. That's what saved Neil Brown's yeah. job. And the late to the game, right? Like right. it's just you're so late in the, the season. 
yeah and the money i mean there's a lot of obstacles there but uh, yeah i mean look he, he inherits that mess that he's still dealing with about how that's going to play out the basketball then he gets the huggins the, the, mess the, the right? women's basketball Maisie, coach left after one year she yeah. leaves right Maisie uh is going to step that was at least was a smooth kind of transition yeah. right it, it seems but i'm sure he had a you know part in that about how that was going to play out i mean it's yeah it's a rough that's some rough shit for a dude that's not even been in in the office for you know less than a year right. already and and having encountered all yeah, that. that's a so. lot i think he came right in and embraced the country roads trust as well like he was like retweeting the country roads trust tweets i didn't feel like shane lyons ever fully embraced that uh, no i think i think shane did a great job on what he was good with, right? Which was administrative and facilities, right? And, and, uh, you, you know, I mean, you can't look right at anything that he navigated the move, you know, luck to him to the Big 12. The facilities are amazing compared to where they used to be. And he did a lot of that, but he wasn't the money guy, right? That we need now. Right. Like we need a guy that's going to be out there shaking hands, kissing babies, getting people excited getting the money into the trust, you know, and, and making things happen for us on the athletic side. So yeah, all things, all things work out. All right. Back to basketball. All right. Let's talk. What do you, what do you, what do you think? Shitty, awful first half. Well, I mean, I guess we had a first, what, five minutes were okay. Yeah. Maybe I mean, the first half. Pretty good. The first four minutes, four or five minutes, and then got ice cold. Like Dylan it looked said, like foul shots kept us in. <laughs> It looked like another year of Huggins to me. That I think Edwards was the bright spot to me. Edwards looked like the best yeah, big man Ed, we've had a stud. for a long yeah. time. I think he, I, the thing I hate about him that I think a lot of guys his size get it is he's going to get a lot of fouls called. Mm-hmm. You know, which I don't think is fair. It's just he's he's the biggest dude at least from a height perspective in the mix, and it tends to be quick whistles like when he's in there. You know, and so I, I worry about how much foul trouble he's going to get in, especially when he's as active as he is on the re- on the boards. I mean, dude, that guy first game, double, double, like I expect him to have a double, double every yeah. game, right? Like at right. a minimum, probably. Um, he's a beast though. He's as advertised. So for sure. I mean, if somehow the Raekwon battle gets appeal goes through, I don't expect it to. Uh, and then we've got another guy that's coming off of a nine game suspension. It could turn, it could yeah. turn around, but to be honest with you right now, if you were saying right now, are we making the tournament? No, I, I do not. I do not expect us to make the tournament this year, based upon what I saw in the yeah. first game. So, that's. I mean, it, it, what do you guys think too? Because I'm I'm curious about this, and certainly he knows better than we do. But how do you even assess like Eilert right this year? Like it's an interim tag, but presumably he's he's one of you know what could be many candidates. You know, at the end of the year. But how? What? What is a successful season, right? That gets him a potential contract, right? Versus just that interim tag. Because I mean, it's. I mean, that's that's interesting, right? To kind of think about, like, what what would be deemed a success that you'd want to see him back? I think that he he makes the tournaments not going to be enough. I think he's got to win at least one game in the tournament. Really? You serious? Wow. I, that's tough. I feel like I feel like Baker's I, already got a guy in, in mind or something. I mean, mm, just, yeah, mm, that could be. That could be. He's, oh, man, kinda, he's kind of putting off those vods because he's like, I mean, he he kind of like reiterated, like this is you know, intro. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? We will do. We will conduct a national yeah. search at the end of the season. I don't yeah, know. I'll, man, that'd be tough though. I mean, a guy who you know, 
and it, it's like shit yeah i don't know i mean especially just dealing with the shit he had to deal with right like the way that huggins yeah. it's not like it, that would be tough to to not keep a guy around that got into the tournament yeah uh, after all that i think the other half would be recruiting like if, if 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 we if we go to the tournament and either it's got like a nice class lined up like it'd be tough it's gonna make it tough for him to get rid of him yeah sure. i agree there too um, well, what was the the reasoning for the denied waiver for battle? They I couldn't find anything. Like it just say no, man. It's all it? bullshit. Uh, they're, they're like they're they like you're the, West they Virginia. Did the same <laughs> thing. Yeah, they did it with Perez last yeah. year. You know, it's like almost a carbon copy situation yeah, where, I mean, just, which is such bullshit, right? Because they're supposed to be all about the athletes and protecting right. the athletes. These guys are at schools that lost their coaches. They immediately transfer at the moment they lost their coaches, seek immediate eligibility, and then get it denied. Right. So it's, yeah, it's, it's just a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. But I well, think he would be a difference maker if we could get him, you know, eligible. With the, and also, like, uh, and explain to me how Kerr can receive b- illegal benefits hmm. while there. Yeah. <laughs> He has to be suspended for nine games here, so the punishment obviously makes its way towards us. But they get nothing. Seems right? a bit strange. Yeah, it's very this very interesting time. I feel like the NCAA is just self-inflicting themselves into irrelevancy. Yeah. Like it's not going to be long before all the universities. I mean, the football is already there, right? They don't even need the NCAA in football at this point. The bowls are outside their structure. The playoffs outside their structure. They don't need yeah. them, right? The basketball tournament's the only thing that kind of keeps them relevant. And I don't think that it would be obviously... hard for that to be separated as well. You know what oh. I mean? Oh. Yeah. ESPN could come in in a day and be like, all right, here's yeah. the money. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll run it on our networks. And, you know, uh, yeah, I, I think the NCAA is going to govern like soccer, softball, Baseball, probably, you know, the Olympics. Yeah. yeah. And then it, the rest of it will like the stuff, you know, will, will be will go private, which is I don't know. I I worry about that with West Virginia, you know, because at that point it, it will just be whatever the wherever the eyeballs are. And yeah. I know it's been that way for a while. And I just don't feel like that bodes well. I, I That's the part I think that that drives me insane about our fan base. Right. Is that, you know, that. Right. Chad knows that. I know that. I think reasonable fans know that, but it certainly seems like there's a large contingency of delusional people that make up the West Virginia fan base that aren't cognizant of the fact that we sh- we're, we're literally blessed to be in a major conference right now <laughs> and to be playing relevant football. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's just that in and of itself, like, you know, obviously we'd all want 10 wins and we want to compete for championships, but the fact that we're even, you know, it's like, what are we doing in the big 12? We should be in the ACC. It's like, well, last time I checked, they don't want us, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> Big 12 is a safer place to be right now than the ACC. Yeah, it is. Like, I it, mean, look like, at the, look at like uh, Washington state and Oregon state. They're like, that's crazy. How scary would that be? Yeah. To be a fan of that football team being like, we was a hundred and like a hundred and a hundred plus year conference, right? Like folds overnight. Yeah. Pac 12. Like that's yeah. just insane. I and mean, it's just honestly, insane. I, like I, it's kind of sad because 
super sad. I mean, especially for the the regional rivalries, yeah. you know, the that's, old bull tie That's the one thing that I I'm, I don't really like about the, this landscape changing in college football. It's like you're losing rivalry games. You're losing those Big Ten, Pac-12, Rose Bowls. Like, that stuff was fun to tune into. Yeah, and it's about to get Absolutely. even nuttier. Right, like. 12 game playoff is this going to be I mean it's great like for football right more football is better I think on that that front more people that have an opportunity to get into that that model and make some noise is great especially for the West Virginians of the world right, right. um but man I maybe just call me a ro- old romantic but I I miss the old BCS days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were actually good. Do you remember how crazy that was when it came out? Everybody was like, what is this? <laughs> well, I will say this, right? The There's no doubt that the playoff diminished the the value of the other non-BCS, you know, like the BCS bowl system, yeah. right? Where you didn't have to be in the championship and still you felt yeah. like awesome that you were in a BCS right. bowl. Yeah. The moment you're out of the playoff, you're just like, meh. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, cool, but... Yeah, it, you know. it definitely makes like um, – I mean, I know that like the Rose Bowl, the all the BCS Bowls, you know, those definitely have some clout. But even like the, the Cotton Bowl, the Citrus Bowl, like those those games are losing their steam. They, sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I, – I would like to go back to that because it seems like, you know, you've got players that are opting out all the time now because they're going to go That's, to the draft. And, yeah. It's you know it's, it's curious, it's curious the viewer, flip side I don't of that want coin. To that you know I don't right. want to watch USC's backup quarterback you know I want to you know who cares but I wonder if things will flip a little bit like I'm I'm hopeful that maybe NIL right will keep some kids anyway right I mean there's it's it's interesting cactus right because if you're like if I can make four million dollars and go play my senior year of of college football. Right with via NIL, shit. You know, well, maybe I I stick around and that, play another year of guaranteed, you know, NIL money coming in. Caleb, versus... Caleb Williams has already even said that he. It's right. all because of uh, he, who he doesn't want to be drafted by. If he were, you know, back before he kind of they got on this right. slide, it was like he was a lock for the number one overall pick, but it was like the giants or the bears are going to be the number one pick and he don't want to play for them. So he can make more money playing college football for one more year than he will on a rookie contract. Yeah. So it's not, yeah, you know, that's what I mean. Maybe, maybe that'll, it you might, know, you shift things right. a little bit. I don't know. But can we raise they the type of money? Though, right. I mean, like can we what, can we raise the type of money to compete? Like, I don't know where we stand on that at all. That, that yeah. I think is the biggest problem, yeah. right? I mean, like, you just, it, especially being down here, like in Texas, right? In Houston, like this area, there's just so much. I mean, they're literally seriously contemplating fucking firing Jimbo Fisher, right? Yes. And like paying his yes. remaining 60 million or what insane number yes. it is. Right. Like that's actually something they're logically <laughs> contemplating. Doing. We're like, we're like, we're like, right? like we're like twelve million. Yeah, like, <laughs> better roll them till January. Uh, call the Diamondbacks guy. Maybe he'll do it. For us. <laughs> yeah. One guy. We got one guy. You know, yeah. I mean, we got one guy. Ken Kendrick. One that's guy. It. Like, and they, we're like the Bernie Sanders yeah. trust. Like, it's like a bunch, a bunch of five dollar <laughs> donations from Jim down the road. We don't have a single donor over twenty. 
<laughs> That's what we should do. We should get in, in, in contact with the trust yeah. and just see like, hey, what if we just ask everyone for five bucks? You know what I mean? <laughs> but what if but what if like Alabama gets to the point where they can pay their backup cornerback more money to be there and, and he'll never see the field. Well, that's what they did coming right? here. I mean, that's, that was before scholarship limits back in the day. That's what the, the blue bloods did, right? They went, they competed to just go get people to put them on the roster to leave them off the other team's rosters. Right. So that's like why they ended up doing like the 53 man roster, which I think it's NFL. So I'm probably full of shit, but whatever the college roster number is, they limited, no, they limited the scholarships to stop teams from doing that. Right. But I feel like you're right because now it's it may not even be scholarship. But if it's NIL, that's effectively a scholarship. I mean, they're going to make more money via NIL than you know a, a paid ride for school. So I mean, yeah, you're right. They stack the deck even further. There's got to be some regulation because yeah. it's the fucking wild west. It is. Right it's, now. it's out of control. And of all the things that NCAA regulates and governs and puts their foot down on, they they just are letting this go like. Well, they just got their ass handed to them, right? Like via this the the court case, ultimately, right? Which is why I think they're a little a snake bit because they were such they were such assholes. That's the thing, right? That's the problem with the NCAA. They weren't ever like, yeah, you know what? Athletes should get some portion of all this money they're generating, especially for college football or college basketball. They were like, absolutely not. You're getting a scholarship, okay? Like, you know, and then they get the case, you know, the Bannon case goes through and now it just flipped it overnight. It's hard for them to walk back where they were from, you know, and, and to say that, now, OK, well, but let's regulate. Let's let's talk about what that looks like. That brings up an interesting thing that I've been thinking about for years. So remember whenever we would play college football at the trailer and you would get the memory card that had the players names on yeah. it and stuff. So and I would always I would always play. Uh, BYU and they had a defensive guy or maybe it was a tight end or something and his name was Papinga and the announcers would say the name Papinga does that mean that that game yeah. was programmed in with that name or was it like AI just pronouncing whatever letters itself because Papinga is a pretty weird name <laughs> and they would say it right well, I, I think I don't know for a fact but I feel pretty strongly that the creators of that you know went through with Brad Nessler, right, or whoever it was, and literally read off the rosters of those teams, and it was in the computer program, right? You just needed to to upload it, but they they could, yes, I I, I think you're totally right, and I'm I am super stoked to see though, right? Because now is it is it 2024? Like we're gonna get our, our first NCAA football, although it's gonna be called like I don't know some EA Sports college football or some shit, but since uh since it's been gone which has been shit dude i think that was the denard robinson cover year so whatever year that was i hope good god if they have nine or ten if they have 2005 georgia don't let me don't let me get dj shockley uh, (laughs) on the sticks don't don't let chad pull roy williams out of his hat (laughs) that was not my only play Chad just ran Hail Mary every play <laughs> and threw it up to Roy Williams. That's why I lost. It was, uh, I lost every game. 20, 2014 was the last year that it came out. That was Denard Robinson on the cover. I wonder where they'll have Garrett what Green you- in that game. Like, like you know, remember how it used to be like 80 speed, 75 passing? Like, what will his attributes be? Do they have a feistiness category? <laughs> <laughs> 
do you have an option to rip your helmet off after <laughs> every time? every completed pass helmet just comes off 15 yard penalty yeah <laughs> oh. it's got those flowing locks you know he it's funny like visually he's a person i don't want to like i don't know why uh he's like a guy we'd see on campus at morgantown and be like yeah fuck that guy you know <laughs> winning you fixes everything like that's right he's my guy yeah, <laughs> yeah. winning he's fixes everything man because i he i does. agree he, he kind of gives gives off that vibe ea sports yeah 2024 release ea sports college football so it's coming back baby all right what else guys see what that looks like I don't have much, man. Uh, what else we got? You know what I do want to talk about at some point we should we should expand our tentacles into is there's got to be somebody at WVU, hopefully, and if not, there should be, that is in a non-basketball, non-football, like a, you know, just a Olympic sport that is hopefully creating some buzz and trying to cash in on this NIL deal. You know, like, who is it? We need to figure that out. Get them on. Um, yeah, like who is our our them. highest paid NIL non? And I mean, it, baseball's had a lot of success, so I wouldn't even necessarily say baseball. Um, but the men's soccer team is like but, three you know, in the nation kind of or something. Are, like are not traditional. Yeah, that was, yeah that's a I good mean, idea. Somebody should be right. I mean, that, it, it, and this is going to sound. I don't mean this in a sexist manner whatsoever, right? But like, it, certainly, if you look at a lot of the uh, non, the Olympic sports, like the non, you know, basketball, non football, right now, I think the highest paid NIL are are women, and it's because they're kind of leaning into their, you know, social media platforms or otherwise. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm curious, you know. Listen, if you're not, if you're an athlete and you're playing college athletics right now and you're not trying to figure out how to make money. Right. I mean, it's just crazy. Like to go from previously being outright prohibited from it, right. Destroying your eligibility to now being encouraged yeah. <laughs> to find that, that way to do it. Um, who's the Olivia Dunn, right. Of WVU. Yeah. That's a good question. Um, well, you know, you know who it reminds then me again, of. We don't have a remember, don't have a remember the wrestler that we had, um, who like was amazing while we were while we were there. Um, he, he, I thought, yeah, like national yeah, champion. I don't think he, you know, he he lost like only a couple of times throughout his whole time there. I forget his name, but like somebody like that. Um, it's like it was like gray. it was something gray. I, Greg gray. sounds Greg, Greg Jones. Greg Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, his winning percent was ninety six point nine two percent. Wow, during his career, that's not bad. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't do better myself. Good. Yeah, like I uh, tried to be perfect. Yeah, came up a little short. I like that. Um, I was thinking um, another thing that would be kind of uh, fun is um, we should make up um, like dumb sponsorships, like. Uh, like yeah. this segment, this, 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 yeah, right. <laughs> this segment's brought to you by TNL hot dogs. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait for us to unveil the road, the Ryan roads to the final four later this year. You know, you know, what's a, you know, what's a great idea for that. That's all we have to do that. But also we could, I think there's like an online platform you could set up for jeopardy. We could have somebody like set up WVU sports jeopardy, basketball, football, get questions going and we compete the three of us against each other. <laughs> right. Like, you know, 
Give me, give me the rich rod years for five hundred, Alex. Um, oh yeah, that would be fun. That's that would good. be fun to do and find some obscure. Yeah. Possibilities are endless. I think what on my uh, initial radar is after the Oklahoma game. Are you guys good to jump in and do like a hot take? Yeah. Um, like okay. just like it'll be late. We can do it that night or the next next morning. But I think it should be like pretty as soon as we can after the game. Whoops. So, yeah, it would be fun. I think it would be fun to go in and do a hot take. Do we want to wait until after the press conference and kind of watch that, see what he says? I don't know. Uh, but I think that would be fun. And then, you know, maybe sometime later in the week. We only have three games left of the season um, to preview the next game. Do that until the end of the season. And then in the off season, we talked about going over, reliving every game from the Rich Rod era after year one. I don't, I don't know how good. I mean, it could be every game. Yeah, I mean, every I mean, game. Like maybe or maybe maybe we do like three in a scoop we need to fucking skip over south florida because remember <laughs> right. they were like the fucking bane of our existence yeah. and, or maybe yeah maybe we do like three per episode like okay these three these three were like yeah we beat <laughs> who <laughs> but i'm picturing right now do you think that jim levitt is a professional wrestler somewhere in some like side tent uh, you know he always reminded me of his uh what was coach Coach Lorenz uh, came yeah. to Lorenz. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's good, actually. Yeah, Dude, I remember. That's really. I remember sitting. I think he even looks like him a little yeah, bit. I remember sitting like he running track, and he was eating the apple in front of us. We were sitting on the stands in front of him. And he was eating the apple. And he the was, whole thing. <laughs> he, 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 <laughs> he spit. He spit half of it on us because we were like sitting. He would like take a big bite, and he just keep talking, and it would just like go everywhere. But oh man. I mean, I can say that because he put me in the 200 meter high hurdles. If you guys remember, like my sophomore year, I was still like four foot nothing. (laughs) (laughs) You got this. Right. right. The the high hurdles were taller than me. I finished finished so last that like the the next event was at the starting line waiting for me. (laughs) (laughs) I I think I, I I only cleared the first one. And then the rest of them I knocked down. Like at the end, I was just like hitting them with my hand and knocking them down. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Anyway, Uh, you know what's going to be fun too is uh, baseball season because I mean we've got the projected number one overall selection right next summer's draft. We can avoid the collapse. Good God, that was that was sad last year, but yeah. So yeah, so listen, I, I don't want to make any promises to anybody. Uh, I think like we said in the beginning, like we're doing this for us. If you watch this, yeah, if dude, you watch this and you say, have like, fun, great. I'm happy for you. That's awesome. We'll be back. I mean, really, we're just we're catching up and recording right, it. Right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and we'll try we'll try to finish out the football season start strong. After the football season, who knows where this goes and what happens. But um, to the NCAA tournament with Josh Eilert, I think we'll keep doing it as long as we're having fun and have time for it. Uh, And we should start a Bob Huggins watch (laughs) where we're like, don't (laughs) pull up the pick of like where he's at. Be like, hey, where's Waldo Uh, in this day? He's going to be like. Tony's gonna be like that. What's the guy's name we're just he talking gets about? Closer and closer to the bench <laughs> every game. You're like, is that Bob Huggins on the bench? I'll tell you where he's dressed not, like freaking Drew Shafina. Uh, oh my god! I'll tell you where right, he's boys. not at. Drew Columbus. Yeah, 
<laughs> Where? Yeah, man. What a fucking nuts! Oh my god. I, I think if he plays his cards right, he could still at some point like go into the Hall of Fame. I don't think the court's never going to be named after him, which was probably a sure bet. Um, he's not going to get a statue, I don't think, but he can still go into like our Hall of Fame. I I think. Yeah, I mean that's my thing. It's like just just chill, bro. Chill, like let it, you know, let it kind of work its way out. All right. Um, yeah. Good time. Let's wrap right. it up here, boys. So I've got our final thoughts. Oh, 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 final oh, thoughts. Oh, oh. I think that uh, I think it went well. I had a good time. What did you write down, Chad? Are you holding? You're going to hold us accountable for something. It I'm going like. to take a picture of our um, predictions for the April. Oh, our, our okay. predictions. Right. predictions. Right. What do we got? Uh, real quick, just because I don't know, and we can always catch up. But what do we got on the basketball schedule? Um. Let me see. Just seeing who we, what our next game is, or who we play. We've got Monmouth next on Monmouth. Friday night. Monmouth are the mighty Monmouth Hawks. Mm. Okay, Friday, Friday night, six o'clock. So we, don't, I mean, I guess we won't really know, although we probably know already based on what we've seen. But okay. yeah, I think that like Sunday, best. maybe we could do a recap of basketball, football, and. That sounds good. That way, everything's kind of fresh. Right. And... Yeah, let's do it. We'll do a hot take on off, off coming off the 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 Dub V win. Hot take uh, over Oklahoma and the Dub V win over Monmouth. Sounds good. And, uh, and Monmouth and, and the Monmouth Hawks. Yeah, and hopefully we're talking about how Neil Brown just coached the best game of his career, and yeah, he's you know Rich Rod who. <clears throat> Yeah. Hey, Rich, man. How'd that game? I didn't see that game live. He, he I mean, played him tough. Was... He played him tough. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about the, the South Carolina, which South Carolina is not good, by the way. They're two and yeah, they're, they're, like, they're three like, and something and now. Six or something. Yeah. But it is an SEC team. And he he, he was, he had him where he wanted him. And then his quarterback fumbled, I believe. It was Backup a pick quarterback. Six. Oh, yeah. 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 Which, yeah. They were um, within three. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he threw a pick six, yeah. and their his offense is doesn't look that different than when. What's yours? Uh, and I know we're trying to run, but I'm just curious. What are, What are y'all's current projections for the college football playoff? Oh I mean, God, you got, who's, your, who's your four? Um, I mean, it's it's gonna be the winner of Michigan and Ohio State, right? That's what it's setting up to be. I mean, Michigan's got to get by Penn State this week. Um. But I'd say winner of Michigan, Ohio State. Uh, I think if Texas wins out, they're in. They've got a great win. Uh, I mean, if they win out and win the Big Bowl championship. Keep Washington out if they go undefeated? No. No, Washington. So that would be winner either Ohio State or Michigan. Washington jump Florida State. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's that's going to be tough. If you look right now, right, it's it's – Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, Washington, right? Those are your undefeated remaining teams. Right. So I guess the question is, just, you know, who wins that? If they continue on that path, yeah, that's that's interesting. All right, so, know, yeah, man. Georgia, I'll, I'll say my four. Georgia, yep. Georgia, Washington doesn't have anybody left, right? They've, they've already beat USC and, and Oregon, right? they got to play Utah, I think, this weekend. I think they yeah, just beat Utah. Utah. No, that was Oregon that just played Utah. All right. So, yeah. all right. I'm like, going to well, say. Well, no, they actually got Oregon State. 
left too. So they've got two top 25 okay. games left. All right. So I'm going to say Georgia, Texas, Florida State, because who's going to beat them? And I mean, Michigan or Ohio State? Yeah, the big I, I guess I guess I'll go I'll go Ohio State. I think yeah. I don't know, man. Florida State like really has a shitty schedule. Yeah, I don't think they they I don't think they're going to lose, but I don't think they deserve to be in the top four, like the final four. Not if you, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, if I had to pick between an undefeated Florida State and an undefeated Washington. You know Florida State's going to get in because they're fucking Florida State, but right. I don't know, man. Washington's – I don't know. I would take – That's tough. I would take Ohio, yeah, Ohio State and Michigan both. Because they can't play Would in you? the Big 12 Big, – Big Ten Championship, right? Like they'll play in the last game of the regular season. Winner goes on to the Big Ten Championship. Right. And then right. winner well, – the, if they whoever well, wins that – the thing about it is Penn State is in the same division that they're in. So all three of those teams are in the wow. same division. So they're going to play like Rutgers. Yeah. I, Rutgers. I think, I think like... it's Rutgers. <laughs> <laughs> what? And now we really did hit the bingo. <laughs> you got a Rutgers reference in there. Greg Schiano over at Rutgers. Coach. It's fucking 2000 again. It's like time really is a uh, flat circle. Bad. No, uh, it's but, Iowa. Rutgers is in okay. the same um, okay. well, Kirk, division. Kirk Ferentz over there. So yeah. Iowa. The oh, Rutgers also in the same 10 division. 10 points a game. Hey, Nebraska and Matt Rule sitting there at 5-4, and four, and according to him, they'd be at least – Six and three, if it wasn't for the scouting, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right? That idiot. Um, <laughs> I yeah. All right, fellas, this is fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think this will be on YouTube and Spotify. Is what I'm hoping for. Okay. So do your do your editing magic. All right. And uh, make us sound make us sound good. Yeah, uh, I'll wanna, do my best. Like within a couple of weeks, we're going to try to rival Pat McAfee. <laughs> Dude, I, that's actually an interesting topic. Not for the but. What I feel like he's what the fuck is he doing? I feel like he's, he's spreading himself he, thin. He's, he's on everything. everything. Yes, he's on everything. I'm just saying, like, I feel like lately too. It's like the whole taking his shirt off on game day now twice. Where I'm like, I feel like he's he's always been somewhat pandering, right? Like he's got that showmanship quality, but where you're like, come on, man. Pat, dial, dial back a little, bro. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's yeah. what I thought, too. I yeah. like him. He's good for college football and stuff, but he does need to dial it back. Good for WVU. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty yeah. damn good, sure. Otherwise, we wouldn't even be mentioned, right. I don't think, if it wasn't right. for him constantly picking us as his dog. Right. Yeah. Well, like I said, we'll hope, we'll give him a run for his money, and competition is good for everybody. Yeah. So, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe he'll have a, he'll have to look over his shoulder. Yeah, that son of a bitch. I still got that clip of that announcer saying that uh, you know, he could—he's an athlete. He could play anywhere, uh, and he's also a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's not wrong. very true. He's not wrong. Uh, uh, 
right. Well, yeah, I had a lot of fun, boys. Right, I'll get this edited. Uh, it'll be up tomorrow. And peace out. Thanks, you know, thanks for hanging out. We'll Yo. see you guys on Sunday. We'll be back on Sunday, hopefully. If all goes Let's go ears, plan. baby. Yep.